to make me start. Welcome back, guys. We are a day late and a dollar short. We're about a week late. How are you? Are we a week late? No, today's... A week after when we were due to do it. Oh, shit. You're right. It's there not... you go. Hey, y'all. Sorry, we're a week late. <laughs> but so you then... had our April Fool special in there, so really... Right. Know. And if you haven't listened to that... Well, you should. Yeah, you're probably mentioned in it. Probably so. So, now we have this week's. What was the topic we picked for this week, honey? So, this week was supposed to be advice. advice. Good advice, bad advice, fun advice, weird advice, any kind of advice that you've been given. Stories given's about advice, years. advice that you give, advice that you've received. So, what you come to up this with? I one really, really unprepared, not going to lie. I've not really thought about what? this at all. I you don't, don't have notes? I don't have notes. Do you have notes? No. No. I really thought this was a terrible topic. I did too. Why didn't we fix it? Maybe we should revisit this and come back next week with a different topic. No, I think topic. we're doing advice. So, what's the worst advice you've ever received in your life? The worst advice was to actually, the worst advice I received in my life was somebody telling me not to marry you. Right. So, how'd that turn out? Well, I didn't listen to their advice. And but what was it? Tell me, tell me about the advice. How'd you get the advice? Really? Yeah. Oof. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mary Adele. <laughs> Y'all, that's my, my mother-in-law. She doesn't listen. Don't worry uh, about it. So, she's going to listen to this one because your sister's going to make her listen to it. <laughs> right, Del? I know. <laughs> so first of all, I think she sent it to me, not to you. That is true. She actually sent it to you. And what did it So say? it was actually really good advice for you, but you blew it off. See? Um, it was a seven-page letter on how you should not marry me. Single line. Single space. Single space. Handwritten. Double-sided. Seven pages. I'm not sure it was double-sided, but I, yeah. I feel like it was. <laughs> Could have been, for sure. It was 14 pages of Don't reasons. get me wrong, y'all. I'm very close to my mother-in-law now. But yeah, but it's all the reasons you shouldn't have married me. Too what were young, some of the reasons? Too young. You have to live your life first. I've done so much. I'm destroying this young lady. Um, that's just the beginning. I can't remember the other reasons. No, that was, I mean, that was the gist That's of pretty it. big. That was the gist of it, yeah. I didn't listen to it, though, and we're married. And Almost 24 years, so how'd that work out? It was pretty good. We actually showed her the letter, y'all. When we lived in San Antonio, I found it, and I showed it to her. We still have it she for felt, blackmail. Yeah, she felt very bad about it, but uh, she realizes now that, you know, she's happy. She's happy neither of us listened to it. So but I you're have, right, that I, was really advice for you, not for me. But I, I let you see it because I thought it was funny. Yeah. The, um, I have a good story about advice. So I was a young manager put in charge of developing managers at a hotel in San Antonio. And um, I, had, um, I had all nine of the guys who were in the ops program write like these answers to these questions I asked. What do you like most? What are you good at? What do you like the least? And one of the guys put, what I like the least are people who talk about themselves. So I called Lynn into my office. I said, yeah, we've got a problem. And he was really nervous. I could tell him like, yeah, uh, I really love to talk about myself. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what I meant true. was, what I meant was, 
to, to give the right. experience. Like, right. hey, when you're dealing with this, this is what I've seen that's worked and all that. I'm like, often I'll use myself and the example. So, <laughs> so that's you're going to have hard. to, yeah, you're going to have to live with it because I'm not going to change that part. And he laughed. I mean, it was, I don't know if he gives advice to people now or not. So Lynn, if ever you hear this, why don't you tell we us? We miss you, buddy. Why don't you tell us uh, what kind of advice he gives people? Um, he was such a nice guy. Oh, he's a great guy. He's a general manager now of a hotel somewhere. Anyway, I did get a piece of advice once when I was actually just dating you. Oh, cool. What somebody told me that I should always fall in love with somebody who's a little bit more in love with me than I am with them, which I thought cool. was kind of weird, but yeah. And how'd that work out? I mean, I think you might have started off loving me a little more than I loved you, but it's all evened out in the end. I said maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe you now love it's me. reversed. I don't know. Maybe. But I think, but I think that's kind of the crux of the conversation. Over the years, you realize that advice that you give really turns out to be the dumbest advice ever or the smartest advice ever. And um, you know, it's just you have to put advice as a vignette and a kind of a way to fill in a the vignette. That's so stupidly French. That's dumb. Say a word, people know. It's a snapshot of what's happening right at that time. That that's within the context. Thank you for making me translate. But the um, you're welcome. But yeah, it's a snapshot of of right at that moment. Um, some of my least favorite, um, you know, pieces of advice. One of them is never burn bridges. I think that's total bullshit. I I blow up bridges I never want to cross again with a hand grenade if I can. Like I'm like, there's a reason I'm quitting this job. It's because of you, and I never want to work with you another day of my life, ever for any reasons. And if this conversation helps that happen, then we should have it. So I actually disagree with the never burn bridges. That's crap. Well. I think it's more like, don't burn bridges. You know that you're not going to want to cross again. Like, if you know 100% that you're not going to want to cross that bridge, then fucking blow it up. Sorry for the F-bomb. I just realized my parents listen to this. She uses that language around me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm blinking SOS with my eyelids. Um But no, I think, but to me, that, that that's but bad advice. And though. people take that as if it was this huge pool of wisdom, and it's just not. No. There's people that I never want to cross paths with right. again. But there are times when you want advice from people. Like if we're about to start thinking about living on a boat, we mm-hmm. do want advice on how how to make that happen and how to be successful with it. So we would listen to advice from people who have done that and been there. So not all advice is, is you but know, not all advice is a crap. golden rule. I, I it, when they say that, I I'm agree. like, cool, and I put it in the okay. Well, I heard that, and I'll make my own mind up. Right. It's just it. I think so. Some of the advice that I've received that was really good advice. Um, never, never be the smartest person in a room. Anytime I'm a, I'm negotiating. I never want to be the smartest person. Okay, when you're negotiating, because I was going to say, more often than not, you're usually the smartest person in the room. 
but I don't I don't try to come across that way. Other than yeah. using the word vignette. Vignette, yeah. Other than among that. among among many other different things. But I don't try to. I Living really with do you not is try like, to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I don't. You think no, you don't. Right. No, I don't think you try to. I think you just are. But I don't think that's true. Okay. I just pick my friends very carefully. <laughs> hmm. What yeah, else? I don't know. So, to me, never be the smartest person. I think, so, if you're young and you're hearing this, get money advice. I think yes. money advice would yes. be good. Yes. That, that doesn't mean trust all your money with somebody. Right. You just learn from people who have money what their relationship with money is. People who have money typically love their money. They typically are respectful of their money. I wouldn't know. You used to tell people that we had a 50-50 relationship and that you made $50 and I spent $50. Yes. <laughs> I still tell people that. Um, okay, so, but if you were going to give advice to our listeners, all two of them, um, what advice would you give? Like, what would be your one main thing of advice? Your one main, like, okay, this is it. This is my last thing I can tell you before I ever speak to anybody again. This is your piece of advice. So, no, that's a great question. Thank you. I think they should share this podcast with all of their <laughs> friends. <laughs> no, I think the... Um, I think, you know, if you're younger, be aware of money. Um, it's terrible advice. It's not. Do what makes you happy. Do what you love. Yeah, but if you have money, you can do more of it. Do what you love oh, because that so, makes you happy. No, no, no don't do what you that's, love. No, that's crap. That's crap. <laughs> this cat is about to bite me. and um, Don't get a cat. Don't get that's a That's a good piece of advice. Don't get dogs. Don't get a cat. Don't get any more pets. Nobody wants a goat. Oof. See? <laughs> no, I no, think... No, I think what you... I, no, I think... I understand what you're saying about money. But money is not the end-all, be-all. Yeah, you can do a lot more with money. Life is a little easier if you have money, so they say. I just think that there's more important things. My advice would be do what you love. Travel when you can. And do, you know, do what you can before you, you're too old to do it. Yeah. Just enjoy life. Well, I, I know I, I've told both of my children, never make your decisions based on money. So, Correct. But I think what I meant was learn from people who have money, with their relationship with, with money. But that's going to be your one piece of secular advice to somebody before you, like if you, that's it. That's your one piece of advice. That's the, literally the worst advice my I've advice, ever heard. My advice would be, don't call me out, woman. This is not okay. <laughs> Terrible advice. It oh is bad my advice. God. Right. But that's that's the whole point about advice. Ugh. There is no such thing as good advice. There is good advice. Do you want to hear good advice? Let's hear it. As you get closer and closer to the microphone, so Do, it's louder and louder. Sorry, for sorry, I can't help myself. I want to hear it loud. What? Do what you love. Love what you do. And marry or fall in love with somebody who makes you laugh every single day. I think laughing is good. I think do what you love is just overdone. I love to eat pizza. I can't eat pizza every day. But you do it sometimes. So do what you love. Eat a pizza. You want a slice of pizza? Eat a slice of pizza. I can't eat just a slice. I have to eat the whole large pizza. That's the problem. 
Well, then my advice to you would be <laughs> learn get, how get to counseling. stop. Get counseling on overindulgence. No, but you know what I mean. I think laughter is a big thing. If I you agree. can learn to laugh and and do that and, and learn to make people laugh and learn to have laughter in your life, I think that's a huge, a huge win. I think I'll, that's good. Some of the best sounds I ever hear are the sounds of my kids laughing. Like that good, you know, those good deep belly laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hear it now from them at 21 and 18 when they're together. They just make each other laugh constantly. Right. It's it's the best. It's the best. I love that. We're a fun family, though, overall. Yeah, and we have fun family. I mean, I just, yeah. you know. But yeah, it's, uh, I just, you know. And I like to I like to watch you make people laugh. And it wasn't until I married you that I found out that I was actually kind of funny. Which oh, is you're hilarious. Nice. Oh, I'm not sure. Hilarious. You are the hilarious. funniest person. Hilarious. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I am not hilarious. <laughs> um, okay, so that's your one piece of advice. His piece of advice is burn as many bridges as you can uh-huh. and make sure you have money. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Sounds like a life plan to me. <laughs> I would like somebody to come back and tell me that that advice uh, got them in trouble, but uh, it will never happen. You know why? Because nobody knows how to find us. There you go. <laughs> Unless you go and tell all of your friends where we are. Now, let's see. Some of the other advice I got. I like advice on specific topics. Okay. Like, Give me an you know, example. Lean into the mountain when you're snow skiing. Or don't forget to put the plug in on the back of the boat oh so it doesn't God, sink. Oh my God, for true. We've never or, done that yet. Or, very or make sure your trailer's hitched properly before you launch the boat off the ramp. That's happened twice where it's popped off. Once was the punch of Hulk that took out the back door of my car. And then two weeks did ago... Did anybody ever again. give you advice on how not to do that? No, but I did get <laughs> advice... No, no, I remember advice from Big John okay. about... If you always change the oil in your car when you're supposed to, your car will last forever. And so far, oh, my car has. It's yeah. at 170,000 miles, and That's it's great. it's a good car. That's good. So he's been he's been right about that. Yeah. Um, trying to think. What golfing? Else. Do you have any golfing advice? Do you get yeah, advice don't do in it. golfing? Yeah. It will eat up your time. It yeah. creates frustration yeah. for every one hole that. Brings you back to golfing. There are eighteen holes of please don't do it. Eighteen a holes. (laughs) (laughs) There are eighteen a holes, Um, and just I mean no golf is I mean it is a pastime, a hobby. It's great when you're out there with four friends, with three other friends. It's a lot of fun. So my you yawn, you know I'm yawning. Here's my advice: never yawn in front of somebody. Oh, on the podcast. Oh my goodness, sorry, that was rude. Well, think about our listeners. What do you think they're doing? <laughs> All two of it's them. It's because it's late at night, y'all. Um, How far are we into it? We're probably already at 23 minutes, and they're done no, with their commute. Not. No, we still got eight minutes left. Okay, Perfect. so I do like. There's a country song that I like that I I told my daughter about when she left. It's called "Humble and Kind." I think it's either George Strait or Tim McGraw. I can't remember who sings it. Well, they're both pretty upset that you don't know. I know. But it's called Humble and Kind. And it basically talks about, you know, being humble and staying kind. Remember when you came from, but going where you want to go. You know? And I I like that. It's a good... Y'all should look that song up. Humble and Kind. It's very poignant. Are you going to sing it? No. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that would be... That would be bad advice. (laughs) 
So let's talk about that, though, right? So you you played oh, piano shit. for really, a little while. Really, you're going there? Oh, yeah. man. Mom, why did you have to tell him this story, Marilee Vanderbrick? Shame no, but you. I think it's a good it's a good <gasps> lesson in what not to do and how it affects people. So I have two stories, then. Okay. The first is I did take piano lessons when I was younger. And Mrs. Atkins was my piano teacher. Okay. And after a few lessons, she... (laughs) I'm watching him try to take the cat off the table. After a few lessons, she called my mom and she said, How badly do you want Stacy to learn how to play the piano? And my mom says, No, no, no. This is something she wanted to do, not something I wanted her to do. And Mrs. Atkins said, Well... I don't know how to tell you this, and I don't know how you're going to explain this to her, but she really doesn't have any rhythm, and you're just kind of wasting your money. That's so mean. I never went back to piano lessons. That's so mean. And I don't know how I found out that story, because I can't imagine my mom would have told me that, but I never... She told me. (laughs) She did tell you (laughs) that. And then when I was at Alabama, I went to the University of Alabama for a little while, Um, not super long, a little while. But I went into elementary education. Mm-hmm. You can, okay. and I went into elementary education, and I had to do. Uh, I guess I don't know if it's in. It's part of a class. It's a class elective. Okay. I was at the University of Alabama. Sorry, guys, we had to take a break for a second. I went to the University of Alabama for a short minute, and I went into elementary education, and I was doing an extern or an internship. It was part of a class elective, and I knew that I wanted to teach kindergarten through second grade, and they put me in with fifth graders, um, pretty rough part of Alabama, and... I didn't do very well because I didn't really, I couldn't relate and I knew they were older than the kids I wanted to teach. And when I went back, my professor told me at the end of the semester that I was not cut out to be a teacher. And so it completely derailed me. And he's so wrong, just so you know. Thank you. You'd be a great teacher. Thank you. You have patience, you have kindness. You, That's very People sweet. like to listen to you, you're funny. That's very sweet. But yeah, so I stopped going to school for elementary education, and then he actually, I eventually failed out of Alabama, and then uh, came home, and it all worked out for the best, because then I started working for Marriott, and I met you, so there you go. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. But, so, the, but that but right there advice, to me is, yeah. is exactly, from that learned advice is don't, don't just beat up on somebody don't put them down find something nice to say about what they what they have you know exactly Exactly. everybody everybody has value everybody brings something to the table whether you see it or not whether you agree with it or not doesn't matter as much um doesn't mean i won't make fun of them (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah i mean that's you know that i think those are two instances where things could have been handled a little differently from the professors or the teachers and, you know, maybe made a different path in my course instead of, you know, mm-hmm. that. So. True. But True. anyway, what do I know? I'm trying to think of anybody ever derailed me and I guess I didn't listen to him well, enough. you did gymnastics for a long time. Why did you stop that? Just because I got older. Okay. I just, I got older, went to, to a different okay. school in a different city, went to whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was never... They never told me not to. Now, mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't going to be, you know, Olympic champion. Right. Um, 
Well, you tried to do right by some people, and, and you were told not to do those things. So, I mean, you know, I know you have a couple of things like that where you, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, I just think overall the... Um, people think they have your best interests at heart and don't, yeah, you know. You just, they, don't they don't know. know. They don't know. They don't Only know. you know. That's right. Nobody else but you knows the in and outs of it. So, so. for our girl, our 21-year-old girl, yeah. she's about to start law school in the fall. Yeah. She's picked where she wants to go, and she's ready. She's excited. Yeah. What is your single best piece of advice to give to her before she sets off to go to law school? That's what I told her. I said, you're going to have, you're going to love and hate it at the same time. You're going to hate it because of the work and the thing and all that, but you're going to love it because you know you did that to yourself and you're getting there and all that. I mean, nobody can tell you they went to law school, and I love every minute of going to law school. It's just not going to happen. Okay. And I think that's true for anything. I don't think any engineer went to engineering school and was like, I love engineering mm, school. Fred Vandenberg any... probably definitely did that. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't because he was busy being the... What, what, what thing did he start? He started... He a, was a wrestler. Yeah, he, he started, started wrestling, wrestling at LSU yeah. and stuff My like that. My cute little daddy. That's because he, he was busy trying to make himself busy with something that's else right. besides... Uh, Acute angle. Okay, and for your son who is 18 and experiencing his first year of college right now, but about to come home May 1st for the whole summer. He has followed all my advice through osmosis. My son is living his best college life ever. He's just passing the classes but having a good time. <laughs> he, is, he is doing college the way I wish I'd done college. So True. But, sure. like, that doesn't mean he doesn't have rough times. He does. And he, he gets absolutely does. He does. You know, everybody. So. Yep. That's it. Nothing's going to be picture perfect all the time for anybody. The only advice we would ask for from our listeners would be for y'all to give us some sign-off ideas. And <laughs> we still That's waiting right. on those. <laughs> Otherwise, we're just going to keep going on and on and on so and on. So, does that on. mean you're asking me for a sign-off? Yep. What's your sign-off, kiddo? All right. Um, there's us too, and then there's you. <laughs> My advice to y'all. Wait, I did the sign off. You don't... Please keep listening. <laughs> please keep listening to us and uh, don't let us, don't let us derail off. you. And let me see if I can stop it. All right. See you next week. Maybe they, they don't see us. Oh, hear you next week. Hey there. So right now it's just me. Uh, it is our 24th anniversary and Stacy and I always describe how we met differently. So we thought it'd be fun if I describe it first and then she describes uh, her version of the exact same thing. So I, we were both working at the Marriott in New Orleans downtown. I was a, uh, at the time I think, front desk supervisor. I'd moved on from the concierge area. And um, I trained people in hospitality. I remember that portion of it. But really, I don't remember meeting Stacy at the hotel as much as I do at the bar across the street called the Gemini. Um, and I'd noticed her and I'd seen her. And one night we sort of hit it off, but she was waiting for a guest. Is that horrible or what? So for all you horny men who are looking to meet Lonely women in a hotel, it does happen sometime, although it didn't happen because they never met up and she and I wound up just chatting 
that whole evening. Um, and then I want to say maybe weeks later, I was walking into uh, the same bar, but I had gone home and changed and where I was going out with friends, I think. And she said, oh, you look good tonight. And I said, I look good every night. And she said, learn how to take a compliment. And I said, learn how to give a compliment. And uh, so obviously destined to be happily married after that. Um, we went for months before she actually dated me. Uh, and I asked her and I begged and whatever and uh, nothing came of it and um, we're at a friend's going away party in another bar and I was dancing and her friend came and said and Stacy came to me I'm sorry no her friend came to me and said oh I'm Stacy's best friend and we spoke for 15 to 20 minutes at the bar and then she left and then Stacy came like 15 minutes later and said meet me outside the bar in five minutes. And I went and she threw me against the wall and kissed me and uh, that's it. And we started dating and here we are uh, married 24 years afterwards. So that's how we met. Um, that's really it. <laughs> so we'll see what she has to say and then we'll both come in together and describe our wedding day.